Hello, dear one, and welcome to the Brave Path podcast. I am your host, Emily Bird. This podcast exists to empower coaches, healers, teachers, and other service-led and soul-centered entrepreneurs, that's you, who's looking for clarity, alignment, and empowerment on your business journey. Here we dive into all the things when it comes to the development of your most authentic offerings, awakening and embodying your highest CEO self in the form of your personal brand and spiritual being as you overcome the blocks and limitations we all face as we grow in business, upgrading your mindset and dismantling the old limiting beliefs and outdated unconscious programming so you can create your most empowered profitable path forward. Here you will discover deeper parts of yourself and confidently know which steps to take next, how to build this dream business of yours through the divine channel that is you. Yes, we get spiritual here and also strategic. I am your transformational business coach, facilitating the space for you to have the inner transformation necessary for the outer expansion in business you desire. Let's get into it. All right. So today we're talking about magic, messaging, and marketing and how it all ties in. And I want to presence this by there are six steps or phases, or let's call them principles that I really want you to get grounded in so you can be empowered on your path moving forward. Okay. So first let's talk about the magic. Let's talk about the magic that is in and within you and your business. Okay. Let's talk about the magic and how I like to look at your magic is I like to look at your magic through the lens of your personal brand. Okay. Yeah. One of my very, very, very favorite, most favorite subjects and topics to talk about. I love it. I'm streaming this live in a fellow coaches Facebook group, Emmy Osborne, and the group is funnel tech and automation for mom solopreneurs starting digital businesses, super specific and supportive. If you are a mom solopreneur starting a digital business, check this, the show note link. Um, we've got the, the link to this Facebook group in the show notes. So you can come check out the funnel tech and automation for mom solopreneurs starting a digital business group. All right. So we're, we're streaming this live today and we're talking about magic messaging and marketing. Okay. So the, the first step along your business journey, your expansive entrepreneurial journey, really owning your magic is through the work. I like to see and say through the work of discovering, embodying, awakening, and creating personal brand captivation. Okay. So phase number one that I want you to travel through today with me in this moment, yes, is your personal brand's purpose, mission, and vision your personal brand's purpose, mission, and vision. Your purpose is like the calling that you have, right? Your purpose is here. It's innate. It has always been inside of you. And most likely you have been evolving into it your whole entire life, right? It's not like it's changed or kind of been fleeting or gone and left again, came back. 
I believe that we are born with our purpose naturally. And as we travel, as we matriculate through life, as students of life, as we matriculate through this lifetime, we evolve in our purpose. So in the yogic philosophy, this is dharma, D-H-A-R-M-A, dharma. Dharma is your life's path. It is like your life's path, the work that you do, who you are in the world, the journey, the 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 spirit, the spiritual you traveling through life along this path, your dharma. So you might hear some people say sometimes, this is my dharma. This is, I'm following my dharma. I'm living out my dharma when I'm doing this work. Okay. So that to me, that's purpose. So purpose and dharma are interchangeable in, in this reference and in this regards. And, and I really do believe this is the foundation for your personal brand right? Really getting connected to your purpose, or if you like the word dharma, getting connected to your dharma out into the world and acknowledging. So we had a conversation. Yeah. I love that you love this approach. So we had a conversation before I clicked record and, and I just stopped before I even began. And I said, everyone in this group, particularly, right? Mom, solo mompreneurs starting their businesses, their digital online business you did not just wake up like this. This has been a journey for you, right? So if you're listening, if you're watching, if you're catching the replay, however you are consuming this content, this message right now, I want you to just take a, take a moment, take a deep breath in, close your eyes and connect to your journey. Connect to how much has happened in your life to get you to this very moment this very moment. <laughs> Shulamit says, I'm a solo grandmapreneur. Okay. Generational. All right. Not only do you have a child, but you have a grandchild. So I want you, Shuli, I want you to think about your impact and your legacy when you're thinking about and reflecting on your journey. Okay. So your journey, your dharma, your path, the impact, how you have evolved in your purpose and your legacy. What makes this magical? Do we even have to ask that question? When we approach our, our purpose, when we, when we look at our life's story, when we look at our lifetime of evolution, not through the judgmental lens or the critique or the not enoughness. I want you to delete, erase, disregard, let all of that go. And I want you to look at this from the lens of pure magic. You are a beautiful, magical, incredible being. You are a direct source of the divine channel. You are on your Dharma path. You're on your brave path. You are walking a life. You are evolving in your purpose. You are you are here. You are alive. Your life is right now. Your life is happening right now. And everything that has happened in your life prior to this very moment, it is all a divine mystery. It's all magic. And it's all for a greater purpose. So I want you to connect to your purpose now. I want you to feel it. And I want you to breathe it in. 
So when we're talking about the first phase, I want you to travel through here. It's awakening your empowered personal brand. And the first thing we do when we do that is we connect to our purpose and how that translates outward into our mission. What are you here to do? How do you fulfill that purpose? So personal branding, phase one, I want you to write down if you're taking notes, purpose, mission, vision. So this is the magic, all right? So there's one, two, three, four things I wanna talk to you about out of the six. The first four are all based in magic. Then we get into messaging, then we get into marketing. But notice how we're starting here. So how this builds. So awakening your magic, acknowledging all of your magic and really owning it and claiming it. So the first step of you becoming an empowered entrepreneur on your business journey is owning your magic through the lens of acknowledging with gratitude and reverence your personal brand and how that has come to be through the evolution of your life, living out your purpose, developing and evolving in your purpose. How does that look? How does that materialize? How does that captivate on the outside through your mission and your vision. So I want you to write this down, y'all. I want you to write this down. What is my greater purpose? How has it always been here? And I want you to do some reflection on this. How has it always been here? What's my mission? What am I really here to do? What kind of change? What kind of impact? What kind of legacy do I want to create? It's not too late. Consider you're just getting started on this day. This day is a new day. Tomorrow is an even newer day. It hasn't happened yet. As long as you are alive, your life is happening right now. It's not too late. What's the vision that you hold for your impact, for your legacy, for your purpose, for your mission? So the core of personal branding for me, apart from owning your story, and we're not even going to get into that in this section, but I, I will presence it. Okay. Cause there's a whole deeper conversation and process. I like to guide clients through when they're really waking up to their story, as far as in regards to their personal brand, but what you need right now to feel magical. Okay. in your marketing and in your messaging and in your business is the purpose, the mission, and the vision that you've always held, always been accountable to, always have been evolving into. And we're going we're gonna to call this the purpose, the mission, and the vision of your personal brand. Everybody has a personal brand. If personal brand doesn't resonate for you, I want you to let it resonate, okay? I want you to stretch a, a muscle to be like, okay, fine, I have a personal brand. Okay, okay, Emily says I have a personal brand, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go with it. She's telling me I should look at my life and my business in this way, so I'm gonna go with it, okay? Personal branding is really important, y'all. Personal branding is really important. If you are a service-based entrepreneur, if you're a coach, if you're a healer, if you're a teacher, if you're any type of soul-centered, heart-centered leader, educator, change maker, disruptor, whatever you're out here doing in the world from the heart, you have a personal brand. Even if you don't, you have a personal brand. Everybody has a personal brand. This is why I harp on this topic so much is because I see it gets overlooked and left out so much of the time, especially from service-based entrepreneurs, which is, it, it's so ironic. It blows my mind because I'm like, 
you are your brand. Like you're literally your business. This is, this group is called a solopreneur, like <laughs> a solopreneur mom starting digital business. Like you, you legit, your whole, the, the cornerstone of your business is your brand. The whole, the whole thing, like we can't even do not pass go do not collect $200. All right. And, and you, some of you might be like, you're right. I haven't collected $200. <laughs> like I have not made a sale in a month or a week or six months, like however long you got to dial into this. This is the magic. Okay. This is the magic of your business, of your life, your personal brand. Start with the purpose, mission, and vision. Okay. Number two pillars, your personal brand pillars. We have not left this topic yet. No, no, we have not. Cause this is super important y'all. So how I like to create personal brand pillars and, and some of you might be like, is she going to talk about content buckets eventually, but that's, I want you to broaden your perspective here. I want you to open up how you're seeing this and how you're really holding the energy and the development and the awakening of your personal brand. How I like to teach personal brand pillars is moving your values into the pillars of your brand. And, 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 and a lot of people might say something like my why, okay, well, what's my why, but values move you as the expression and the embodiment of your brand and your work values move you beyond the why. Okay. I want you to get that. Yes. Emmy says is pillars and our pillars and values the same. Yes. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you my keys to the process of how you can translate that. Okay. It's so interesting that I literally just now posted my first branded message on my Facebook page. Yay. I'm still not hundred percent there, but it's going to be so interesting to hear your wisdom and then come back to it with new eyes. Beautiful. Shulamit. I love that. I love that. I love that you're on that journey now. Okay. So personal brand pillars, your values move beyond your why. Okay. So write down your why right now. What's my why? And it might be like, oh my God, that's like a whole page, Emily. I can't write that down real quick, but come back to the question. Okay. Your pillars, your personal brand pillars are your core values translated into the cornerstones of your brand. Okay. Okay. So what this looks like is your values translated into a personal brand pillar. So I want to give you example of mine. Okay. I think, I think this would help. I think this would help. So I want you to have at least four to five core values here present. So my five core values are love, all caps, baby, L-O-V-E, love, divine freedom, growth, authenticity, and purpose. Love, divine freedom, growth, authenticity, and purpose. Those are my core values. How they translate into personal brand pillars. Listen to this, hear the branding, okay? If you just met me, if you already know me, if you've been knowing me, you're going to hear these pillars and you're going to be like, yep, that's Emily. Love and divine freedom. I combine those two core values 
and I translate them as personal brand pillars, the personal brand pillars of spirit-led and heart-centered. So love and divine freedom are core values that are, they have to be, they are always, they have to be ever present in my life. I'm, I dare not build a business without them. I dare not build a business without them. So love and divine freedom, spirit-led and heart-centered. That is like the core pillar of my brand, spirit-led and heart-centered. And this is my commitment is I break through barriers with a wide open heart. That is like the statement for this pillar, okay? And it is derived from the core values, love and divine freedom. And it has qualities to it, right? And if you're attending the personal brand expansion boot camp next week that I'm hosting live free in my own Facebook group, expansive entrepreneurs, I'm going to help you map this out deeper for yourself and for your own brand. But I want you to just track with me right now. I want you to get into the energy of, okay, what does it look like to translate my values, my core values, which I know you have done value work. I know you have, how do I translate my core values into my brand pillars? Let's, let's look at another one. Another core value of mine is growth right? Growth. As a brand pillar, how I branded that expansive energy. Because I believe if you live a life rooted in and devout to personal growth, your energy will be expansive AF. And energy is everything. And energy, the energetics, the energetics of expansion is the heart of my proprietary framework, how I work with clients, how I help coaches launch or scale their business and reach their first six figures and or beyond is through a three-phase framework. And energetics is the middle. It's the heart of it. So alignment, energetics, and profit. That's the framework. Energetics is the heart of what I do. It is, it is, it is everything. Energy is everything. So how I translate my core value of growth is into the brand pillar, expansive energy, right? I love it, right? It sounds like me. I'm always using this word. I'm always talking about energy. I'm always talking about expansion. So the statement here, the statement of this pillar is I am the light, pure, whole, and endlessly free. That's what happens when you live a life rooted in growth, okay? Another value, authenticity. That's the, that's the value, authenticity. You might share this value with me. How it translates into a personal brand pillar for me is, you're going to love this, the brave path. I believe that living an authentic life and, and being honest and, 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 and speaking up when, when no one else will and, and staying true to yourself and, and being intuitively led and And also in the arena of implementation and action, always, I believe that's a brave, brave path. And you have to be authentic. You have to be fully authentic to walk it authentically. So the statement for the brave path pillar in my business is I receive my assignment and I live into it each day. I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be challenging. I know there's going to be adversity. I know, I know, I know God is real. And I know the devil is, is among us. Like, however you want to look at that. Okay. (laughs) I saw one of my friends post that (laughs) earlier today. And I was like, oh my God, I love that. (laughs) Like, 
he's, 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 he's very like Christian and religious and it's cool. Um, I don't identify with a particular religion. I'm deeply spiritual, but I, it just really resonated, right? Like this is the brave path. Like we stay true. We know we are divinely led. And also we face all of the adversity coming at us towards us to us moving through us, all of it. So I receive my assignment and I live into it each day. Okay. So I want you to connect to your values, translate them into a really cool, snazzy on brand pillar and create a statement. And we're going to dive deeper into this next week. I'll give more context during the boot camp. Okay. Last, 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 last core value, because I know you're, I know you're, you're into this. Okay. I love your values and pillars. Thank you, Emmy. Thank you. Yes. You have homework to do. <laughs> you have values, but you don't have pillars. Good. Good. I think you do. You said, maybe I do without knowing. I think you do. Yeah. I think you do. And this, let this, let this practice start to get the wheels turning for you. Okay. Surely. Are you with us still? Let me know you're here. Higher CEO self, higher CEO self is the brand pillar for my core value of purpose. My core value of purpose, higher CEO self, how it translates into a brand pillar within my business. And the statement here, yeah, you're here. I embrace my call to lead and bring the medicine our world needs. I embrace my call to lead and bring the medicine our world needs. The first step I presenced was personal brand, your purpose. Purpose is a core value. I embrace my call to lead and bring the medicine our world needs. Hire CEO self. This is the evolution of purpose, right? So when you connect to your personal brand pillars, I'm going to wrap up number two here. Personal branding, purpose, mission, vision. That was number one. Number two, we're talking pillars, translating your values into your pillars, which move you beyond the why. Do you see how fully encompassing this is? I want you to let me know if you're getting this. All right. If you're feeling inspired or if it's feeling like a little, like I'm sinking right now, I'm, I'm getting a little lost. This is too much information. Let me know how it's landing. The, the key about your pillars, it creates relevancy. It creates consistency. It creates this omnipresence. Like you are always felt, you are always out there. You're always expressed. It's relatability right? Having pillars, which are fully encompassed of, of who you are and your life and your belief system and, and who you're here to be and how you want to express out in the world. It creates, it creates that trust and intimacy. Okay. And two of the most effective ways, now I'm going to dip into marketing and messaging, but we're not there yet, but two of the most effective ways right? For you to translate, for you to talk about your pillars, for you to be the embodiment of your personal brand online, offline is through story, through sharing stories and authentically sharing yourself. Okay. Through story and authentic sharing. And you get to create that for your business. This is the magic. Okay. I got two more aspects of magic. I got two more aspects of magic that I want to share with you. Number three and number four. Number three is client detailing. Okay. I am, <laughs> Emmy says I suck at storytelling. Emmy, you can get better at storytelling. All you have to do is practice, my friend. <laughs> Anything we're not good at that's really important to our business, we just have to choose to get better at it. 
That's all. Nothing personal. Don't, don't, it's, it's not that deep. Like, it's okay. Just get better. It's okay. And if, if you're like, no, I've been, I've been trying to get better at telling stories for 10 years and I still suck. Okay. Well then there's either like a deeper inner block here that's available for you to transform, or you can hire someone to help you write story. <laughs> or, oh my God, it's 2023. Do you know how much like there, there are, there is AI out there now in the world that will help you write your story. It's insane. Um, anyways, I won't get on that tangent client detailing number three. <laughs> yeah, you said, of course I'm in a tech group right now. So of course you're like, wait, AI, what, which AI give me the website <laughs> client detailing. Emmy, this goes back to your question. Who are your clients, right? Who are your clients? I, I want to know, I'm curious who are they and what do they want? Do they need to hear? How do you help them? And whatever your answers are, I want you to go 10 levels, at least 10 levels deeper than that. Okay. Client detailing is crucial when it comes to messaging and marketing. If you don't know who your clients are, and I'm talking about like, know them. Okay. And this is the work that I teach inside of expand my business launch and marketing accelerator signature program. We go deep into the client detailing. This is one of the main reasons why coaches are not successful because you do not know how to talk to who you want to serve and you do not know why they buy. And we discover that through the client detailing process. And this is beyond the psychology of sales. Yes, psych major. I know how important it is. We go into the psychology of sales, of sales but it's even deeper than that. It's even deeper than selling. And this is where, this is where it's magic. Okay. This is why it's magical. When, when you have this type of authentic connection to who you are meant to serve, who you are called to serve, who you want to serve in your business, these dream clients of yours, when you are deeply connected to who they are, like on an identification level. And what they deeply, deeply, deeply want. Their biggest dreams. And also, you know, their deepest fears. You, you start to learn what, what they need to hear from you. Which story will make the most impact. You start to understand what they actually really, really need. And, and you can relate what they really, really need into how you help. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful wisdom. I feel once I go 10 layers deeper, the storytelling part of me will come out. It absolutely will because you're going to authentically be able to relate to them. Because most likely, if you're a coach, your clients are younger versions of you, earlier, former versions of you. That's one of the most authentic positionings as a coach is to, to be the guide for someone who's a little bit earlier on the journey that you are walking on. To be a coach is not to have it all figured out and to know every single thing about every single thing and to not make any mistakes. 
to be a coach is to be authentically walking the brave path, climbing the mountain, and just to be a few steps ahead of who you're serving. That to me is the most liberating, expansive approach to coaching. Mentorship is a little bit more, I've been up and down the mountain a few times. And from the, the lens of, you know, the experiential lens, I'm able to guide you in a way that, you know, it becomes more of like a long-term relationship. That's mentorship for me. That's how I approach mentorship in my own business. And it's how I look at coaching and how I hold this space for coaching containers in my business. So you got to get really dialed in to who they are. So that's interesting that you thought your clients were, you know, 40 to 55 year old women, but actually most of your clients are males. Okay. <laughs> Guys walking in the door. Cool. So what about you and your current message and your offerings are attractive to them? What about you being the embodiment of your work, your personal brand is attractive to them and not just you are attractive, but why, what's your wisdom? Why do you think they're drawn to you? Here's the deal. And I want you to, this is the nugget I want you to take away when it comes to really knowing your clients and, and how to speak to them and how to write effective messaging and copy. And, and we're going to talk about offers next people buy what they want to feel. People buy what they want to feel. We all buy a desired emotional state. We all buy that. Yes, especially in coaching, it is a performance-based container. It's a performance-based relationship. Yes, especially in coaching, people are going to invest in results and outcomes, right? Different results and outcomes, changes, transformations that they can make in their life as a result of working with you. Not you creating those results for them, but them being able to create those results for themselves, working with you as their coach. So yes, for coaching, people are buying results and outcomes, but we all buy the desired emotional state. We all buy how we want to feel. So client detailing, I want you to get really dialed in, go 10, 20, 300 levels deeper and really understand what they want to feel. Who are they? What do they deeply want? What do they need to hear from you? to help them know, trust, and believe you see them and understand what they want to feel. And it is available to them. It's possible for them. You relate that to how you can help them. Okay. Does that make sense? All right. Let's go into offer alignment. Number four, this is the last stop in the magical realm. Magic. We're talking magic, messaging, and marketing today. Notice how much time we have spent in magic. Okay. These foundational components of your coaching business, if they're not dialed in, you probably don't have a very profitable business right now. You're probably out here flailing, wanting, wanting clients. Keep on following up with people. Don't understand why they aren't buying. Your sales calls aren't going great. Or maybe they're okay. 
maybe they're all right. Yeah, okay. Maybe you've been in the game a little bit longer. So you've got a, a, a referral network. You do have people that have worked with you regardless of your marketing and your messaging. They just knew you and they knew you'd be great. And now they send you people. And so your business is growing just from that space, but you're like, okay, I'm ready to scale it. I'm ready to grow past 55K a year. And I want to make 150K this year. How do I do this without, you know, being on social media all day? Do not build your business on this platform. I'm going to get into this. Social media is just an amplification. Okay. You have to build your business off this platform, right? Yes, I know. I said it. It's true. Okay. But if you are a service-based entrepreneur, if you're a coach, if you're a healer, if you work with clients one-on-one or in group containers, personal branding, pillars, client detailing, and number four, offer alignment are foundational. They are fundamental for you to get your business off the ground and for you to surpass six figures. Fundamental. I would say five figures to get to five figures and surpass six. Okay. So offer alignment. There are two that I want to impart on you today. There are two key important indicators of a successful offer. And I want you to check your offers after this call. I want you to check your offers after listening to this and see if you've got it, okay? So look at your offers and and having done some deeper client detailing work, right? And having done your personal brand purpose, mission, and vision and looking at your values, translating them into pillars, okay? having, Having done some of this work now, looking at your offers, phase four, step four, number four, we're here. Two key important indicators of a successful offer. Number one question to ask, is it what they need and want? Does my offer give my dream client what they need and what they want? Well, what do they want? If you're coaching busy moms who have three kids under the age of 12 and they're wanting to turn their side hustle into a viable business where they can retire from their day job or upgrade their, you know, stay at home life and actually start making more money. Does your offer give them what they need? and what they want. Look at the components of your offer. Is your offer super time demanding and you're serving people who don't have a lot of time? That's not gonna work. That's not what they need. People buy results, they buy outcomes, they buy desired emotional states. They do not buy the components of your offer. I see coaches all the time, all the time trying to sell the components of their offer on a sales call. This is how many Zoom calls you get. This is the Voxer support. This is the course. These are the notes that I give you. Like those are components. Those are components of the offer. Yeah, if I'm about to invest $12,000 in a mastermind, yes, I want to know the components, but that's not the number one reason why I buy. That's not the number one reason why I buy. I'm investing in the space, the community. I'm investing in the outcome and the result that I'm going to create for myself as as a result of being in the space. I'm investing in the coach because I love the coach. And I'm not investing in the coach per se, like I'm investing in you, but I'm investing in their program because I love and I know and I trust the coach. 
And then you're going to tell me all the, all the calls that I'm going to get and the course and the content. That's great. That's like woo, icing on the cake. That's bonus. That's not why I buy though. So stop trying to sell the components of your offer, create offer alignment, get into deep relationship with who your clients are and look at your offers, do an audit this weekend. Is this what they need? Is this what they want? Okay. And the second question I want you to ask is, does it feel good for you to deliver this offer? Does it feel good? Are there any aspects or components of your offer that you feel like you have to offer, but you really don't want to offer it, but you, they need it, they want it, but it doesn't feel good to you. Let me tell you something. If you want to build a business that you hate, do that. Do that. <laughs> if you want to build a business that you hate, do things that you don't like doing. Commit to doing things that you don't like doing as far as in the service exchange arena and, and, and you'll hate it. Okay. There are things that we don't like doing on the back end and operation side of our business that we have to learn how to get better at, get better. We have to learn how to get better. <laughs> we have to delegate out. We have to hire out. We have to, we have to master our own tech. We have to figure out how to edit copy on our website. Like there's, we got to figure out how to build a landing page before it is you and a team. It's all you. Right. And I know most people listening and watching this, it's all you right now. You don't have an assistant, or maybe you do have an assistant, but that's about it. They're like part time. Maybe you've got someone else. Maybe you've had some contractual agreements. You've had people come in and help you with certain projects or things. But I know most people listening to this, it's it's probably just you and maybe, maybe an assistant. Okay. So there are things that we get to do in our business to grow and scale our business, to identify who we are in business, to crystallize, to clarify, to clarify, to dial in our business. There's things that we have to do to grow into as CEO, as, as, as entrepreneurs. But what I'm talking about is your offer, the actual service exchange. Okay. We want it to feel magical, not mundane boring, hard, or heavy. Okay. So I want you to really look at your offers and go over this. Is this what they need and want talking about your dream clients? And does it feel good to me to deliver this? Are there, are there some components that I need to tweak? Do I need to define this a little bit more? Do I need to pull this out and not do this anymore? Refine this? Like mm, this didn't really take off. I'll just let that go. It doesn't feel good to me to do it anymore anyway. So this is, I'm going to revamp the offer. Okay. The other thing I want to mention is, is there a client journey in place? So with offer alignment, we want to make sure, especially if you're trying to create a scalable coaching model, one that you can grow from one to one to one to many, right? Is there a client journey in place? Simply said, ascension. Do you have an Ascension model in place when it comes to your offers? Would you rather work with a client for three months, four months, six months, or three years? Client Ascension, client journey held in the offers, okay? And you don't know how to create that if you don't know who your clients are. So I want you to get really dropped into this magic, y'all. 
I want you to get dropped into the personal brand, the pillars, the client detailing, and the offer alignment. That has to be locked in in order to move on to number five, which is messaging. We had this conversation. It's about magic, messaging, and marketing. Okay, here we are. We're in messaging. We're talking copy that converts. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a sales page, a social media post, or you speaking, copy is words. I had a client ask me the other day, like, what is copy exactly? It's words. It's just words. It's not that deep. It's just words. Okay. Copy that converts. When you are speaking to desired emotional states, when you're speaking to results, when you're speaking to outcomes, when you are sharing your story, when you're sharing your clients' story, their testimonies, that is copy that converts. Whether you're at on stage speaking, whether you're writing for Facebook, for, for your email list, emailing your list. Do you email your list? Do you have a list? Are you building a list? That's a great way to nurture. Whether you do online or offline marketing or a little bit of both, having an email list, right? So copy that converts speaks to your clients directly. It speaks to them. You are a friend, you are a pro, and you're also an expert, okay? So with your messaging, I want you to create a balance here of those three qualities, being a friend, being a professional, and being an expert. Expert might feel a little edgy for some of you. That's okay. You grow into it. Keep doing it. Keep practicing. Kind of like um, Emmy shared, I don't like sharing. I don't like telling story. I'm not good at telling story. Keep trying. Keep, keep, keep positioning yourself as the expert. And it will get more familiar. It will get more comfortable. It might always be a little uncomfortable. One of my favorite teachers says, get comfortable with being uncomfortable because this is where your life changes. This is where your business changes. This is where your growth happens. Okay. So within your messaging, notice how some of you might be trying to like write good messaging now, but you don't, you don't know what you're saying. It's because you haven't connected to your personal brand. Your pillars aren't locked in. You don't have client detailing on lock and you're, you're not aligned with your offers. So of course, writing is going to be really hard. Of course, messaging isn't going to make sense. Of course, you're not going to know what type of sales process to implement or enrollment event or conversion. Or of course, you're going to struggle with your workshop creation. Of course. Like this is really important, y'all. You got to do this work. So copy that converts speaks to that desired emotional state. Call your clients out. Call them out. Call them out in a loving, beautiful way. I call you out all the time. I love y'all. <laughs> I'm here for you. And I feel like a friend, a professional, and an expert too, right? There's that balance, okay? So I want you to really look at how you are speaking to them, what you are speaking about, how deep is it, how relevant is it, how consistent is it? How consistent are you with your messaging? How often are we hearing from you out in the world? How are we hearing from you? If you're writing a blog for busy moms, chances are your blog's not getting really read because moms don't have time to read a blog, but they do have time to listen to a podcast. Maybe you should switch your platforms. So now we're moving into marketing, okay? One more thing I want to say about messaging though. One more thing I want to say about messaging. I want you to do it more than you think you should. 
I, I, I was in conversation with someone the other day and they were like, I just don't want to like always have to talk about myself. I don't want to always have to like talk about my business. And I was like, can I give you some feedback? <laughs> and they were like, yes. Well, first I, I was like, why do you say that? You know, tell me, tell me why you feel that way. Um, well, I don't want to always be talking about my business on social media. I, I don't want to like email my list every week because I don't want to be bothersome to them. I, I just, I don't want to get on people's nerves. I don't want, you know, I don't want them to judge me. I do. I do have fear of judgment, but I, I don't want to get on their nerves. That's what this conversation was that I was having with someone. They had this feeling. So let me know if you've ever felt this way. You don't want to be cumbersome on the newsfeed. You don't want to be cumbersome flooding people's inbox. You don't want to always be the one talking about, okay, like I'm always talking about my business, right? Okay. Emmy says, it sounds like me. Yeah. This is a common block for most entrepreneurs in the beginning, what they face, especially coaches and healers and people that have a lot to offer. Ironically, you have a lot of wisdom. You have a lot to offer. You have a lot to say, a lot to share, and you hold back because you don't want to bother people. You don't want to be like that annoying or cheesy life coach on the internet. Like, you know, your Facebook is comprised of your, your high school friends and your aunt and your cousins, and they don't even really know what you do. And they may not understand it. They might judge it. They might like laugh at you. Like, and also like, maybe you do have ideal clients connected to on your social media. Maybe you are building an email list, right. But you're just like, I don't want to bother them. I'm just going to be soft and gentle. I'm not, I'm just, I'm not going to be like all the way. I'm not going to be all out here doing that. You know, if that's how you approach your business, your bottom line will reflect that. Do it more than you think you should. The truth is Statistically, people need about 20 touch points before they start to listen or say yes or click here. Look at your inbox. Look at how distracted you are. You've probably done other things and had at least 200 thoughts just in the last few minutes of listening to this. You've probably checked your inbox. You've probably scrolled on social. You're probably you know, doing something around your house, maybe you're sitting in front and, and down, maybe you're sitting all the way down in your chair and like, you're really absorbing this and you're taking notes, but like, what kind of thoughts have you had as well? Right. Look at how distracted we are as a society. So much, so much, so many types of so much distraction, right? You're not talking about your business too much. Okay. I'll just be really blunt. You're not doing it too. You're not doing the, the most with it. Okay. You're not doing the most until you know you're doing the most. And you look at your bank account and you see seven figures and you're like, okay, I'm doing the most. Like you're not doing the most yet. Okay. Do it more than you think you should. People need more touch points. They need to see you, hear you, feel you. That also creates brand relevancy, builds trust, creates intimacy that omnipresence, like she's always there. She's always around. She's always doing something. She's always speaking to my heart. Like, God, how does she do that? Do it more than you think you should. Okay. I'm going to end messaging there. Let's talk about marketing. Number six, marketing. Let's talk about strategy and activity. Okay. So what activities feel aligned for you 
in your marketing plan. Where, where are you? What are you doing? Are you teaching? Are you speaking? Are you connecting privately with people? Are you in person? Are you online? Here's what I want you to look at when it comes to marketing activities. Kind of like those two questions around offer alignment. Is it what they need and want? And does it feel good to you to deliver it? Similar, but, but not the same. Are you leveraging your natural, inherent gifts, talents, and wisdom through your marketing activities? So what are you really good at? Look at me, for example. I am really good at speaking. I'm really good at teaching. I like being on camera. I like having a mic right here. I'm good. I have energy. I show up. I love to connect. This is, I, I'm really good at this. I've been teaching for a long time in every profession and trade that I have done. I have taught, I have trained, I have led. So I want you to look at what you're really, really good at. And it might be also to look at what is that recurring compliment that you always get from people? What are people always telling you that they love about you? Okay. So how can you infuse this into your marketing activities? So that's, that's the big question around marketing activities. Are you doing what you love? Does it feel aligned? Get really clear on what it looks like. Are you harnessing your natural gifts and talents and wisdom? What are you really good at? How can you infuse that into your marketing activities? This is also like magic comes through, right? We've done all the magical work. We've, we've gotten a clear grasp on what messaging means and matters and how to make it most impactful and effective and optimized in your business. Now we're talking about like, okay, now I just get to go out and shine, right? Social media is amplification. You have to build your business off this platform. I know I already said that. I'm going to say it again because I, I do not want you posting on Facebook all day long thinking you're going to have a six-figure business. You just won't. That's not it, y'all. That's not it. Do your activities and measurable indicators, right? We're looking at KPIs now, key performance indicators. Do the measurable indicators. This is what works. This, this, this workshop really worked. I got five clarity sessions as a result. This conversion event really worked. I had 20 enrollments as a result. So do your activities and your measurable indicators match up? Are your gifts infused, right? Is, is that matching up with where your clients are in the world and what they feel drawn to receiving from you? So that's the second part of the question. Number one is like, what feels good? How are you leveraging your gifts, talents, and wisdom? And also, is it meeting, reaching your ideal dream clients out in the world? Okay. And is it what they want to receive from you? You like receiving content from me in this way. It works, right? So I want you just to think about, notice how marketing and strategy, it becomes really simple once you have all this other work dialed in. Okay. So my question for you is where do you need help? Where do you need support? What feels unclear still? I want you to get really clear on what you need help with so you can make a difference. You can make a change. You can create a solution. You can get support where you need it, okay? And also, I want to ask you, what are your tangible next steps in the next 24 to 48 hours? Claim that for yourself now. Okay, thank you for joining us, Emmy. And also, and also, 
Are you signed up for personal brand expansion? It is a three-day boot camp masterclass series I'm offering next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right here online in the Expansive Entrepreneurs Facebook group. I will love to see you there. Okay. We're going to be diving deeper into personal brand purpose, mission, vision, your pillars, your values. You're going to walk away with a complete and clear personal brand captivation map. This is my own proprietary framework when it comes to personal branding. And this creates for you innovation in your offerings, your programs, endless ideas of content. You become the energetic embodiment of your brand and your work. You become more inspired in your business. I can't wait to see you there. Personal brand expansion, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week, February 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. I had to look at my calendar to make sure I'm saying the right thing. I want you to sign up for personal brand expansion. This boot camp is going to be incredible. I cannot wait to see you there. Yes, thank you all for being here today so much. And also, I want to just offer for the members of this group, the Funnel Tech group, if we have not connected privately yet, if we have not connected personally yet, I would like to extend a complimentary 30-minute discovery and diagnostic call for you to really dive deeper into the topics that we discussed today and get support in areas that you need just from these six phases that we talked about for magic, messaging, and marketing so you can truly move your business forward and discover the most important steps for you to take right now to create the results that you want in your business. So I'm extending the invitation to anyone in this group to utilize, if we've not connected personally in this way yet, to reach out to me. You can send me a DM and I will send you a link. Personal invitation for a discovery and diagnostic call with me. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yes, I'll put the link for joining personal brand expansion here in the comments and, um, for the discovery and diagnostic complimentary session, send me a DM. You can send me your friend request and send me a DM and we can connect over in that space. Um, and yes, Shulamit, I do have a podcast. I will send you the link for that as well. So I'll drop the Brave Path podcast, personal brand expansion boot camp happening next week. And um, yeah, send me a DM if you want to claim your discovery and diagnostic call. Thank you all so much. This was so fun. I love you all. I love Emmy. I love this group. I'm here for you. I know you can awaken and I don't want to leave you hanging. So I want you to come next week to personal brand expansion. It's going to be incredible. So I will see you there. I'll have fun connecting with each of you after this live. Okay. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Thank you so much.